but sports is one thing that connects all of us beyond a lot of other differences right doesn't matter which skin color you are where you what language you speak or you know what do you work and all so a fan if he is able to enjoy something from a sports perspective he connects with it instantly hi welcome to the halftime snacks my name is ronen aimbinder This show features the stories of talented people working in sports. Are you ready? Let's go. Today's snack features an electric human being and I'm so excited for being able to share the mic with him. Originally from India and based today in Chicago, is an entrepreneur who's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Fanisco. At Fanisco, they aim to help sports brands increase their engagement with their fans through digital activations and create new revenue opportunities. Our guest has a natural passion for providing primary education to financially underprivileged kids through his foundations. This guy will give us a complete lecture on sports technology, fan engagement, the sports business and more. I can't wait to learn from him, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Satish Chitty Babu. Hey Ronan, thanks thanks for having me on your uh, show. Man, it's my pleasure. How are you, Satish? I'm doing good. It's 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 a nice weather outside, so I'm trying to get this done and go outside. <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna let you go outside in a, in a few minutes, right after this halftime snack is over, man. And I was writing this this icebreaker question, and it's <laughs> it's going it's going to sound really random, but man, I was so curious, and I want to know what is the best sandwich you've ever eaten. Ha, huh, you know. Uh, I like the you know if you are uh, someone from Philadelphia they know the Philly cheesesteak uh, okay. it's one of the best sandwiches and I don't eat beef so I try mm. kind of like a maybe not a, a authentic Philly cheesesteak but a more Philly chicken cheesesteak so uh, you know and you have to have it in Pittsburgh right or Philadelphia right you have to have it in some of those places uh, you know that's when you get it the authentic one Okay man nice that I love that answer man um make sure if you guys are in in Philly or in Pittsburgh to grab a sandwich uh that Satish is recommending because he's he's a guy with a good taste um but man let's let's kick it off right now with some serious questions you know the reason why we're here we want to talk about technology we want to talk about Fanisco we want to talk about your story and so how about you first tell of tell us a little bit about yourself where you come from how how you moved to the US how exactly you started Fanisco what was the story just just give us a quick two to three minute introduction to who Satish is where he comes from and where he is right now absolutely i'm very happy to talk about it right so i am uh, i grew up in india uh, i was born and brought up in india in the southern uh, city called chennai it's a coastal city uh, you know that's one of the places where how the britishers entered india uh, so the original name of chennai is called madras that's the name the britishers gave but the original name is chennai so uh, that's the name everybody goes with Uh, it's a beautiful town a beautiful city one of the biggest city metropolitan city in india and i grew up there and uh, cricket and tennis were two big sports growing up there i used to remember watching tennis uh, in black and white and there were some tennis legends from you know chennai 
and cricket has always been a great sport it's i don't know majority of them not know on this side of the world but cricket is like the second biggest sport in the world next to soccer uh, right it's it's uh, it's followed by close to 2 billion people in the world right so in an asia and all the commonwealth countries and uh, you know i i wanted to be a cricketer right so i guess uh, that that always was there and when you don't become a sports athlete uh you end up starting a sports company <laughs> right so but but interestingly you know like i i came here to do my masters uh in the us and then uh you know that's when you know like a couple of my co-founders are the guys who i went to college with uh and we we i mean we went in different directions right but uh, sports was always a common passion for us we would meet every year to play fantasy sports and we always wanted to do something outside of our boring corporate uh you know consulting lifestyle and uh, the common denominator was sports and we decided to start sports uh, a sports company and uh, the original version of uh, fanesco was a uh, uh, play by play prediction uh company uh, you know we built it and we even have a patent for it and uh, when we were working on that uh, we were trying to at that time betting was illegal so we were trying to uh, work with the big sports teams to sponsor i mean we were the sponsor for them and they could not give us an enough roi from a digital activation standpoint getting the digital fans for our platform and that's when we thought about it and said you know what there is an opportunity here why don't we go and help sports organizations uh, to do better digital fan engagement right so we pivoted as a company we continue to build and this all happened before covid right and and what what, what year was this what year when we started the company in 2014 and then we ran the b2c version of our company until like kind of 2019 ish and in mid 2019 we did a pivot strong pivot to focus on b2b side and uh, you know 2020 covid happened and uh, it's all the more you know like our business uh, became much more relevant right so earlier digital was always a really a low priority for the sports organizations because their revenue was primarily coming from the stadium beer hot dog and tickets and merchandise so now uh, you know the with, with the whole covid uh, shutdowns and bubbles the teams are open to hear more ideas uh, you know what what we can do and that's where fanesco comes in uh, we can help sports organizations uh, go from zero mid digital maturity to you know 80 90 digital maturity right on the curve uh, quickly uh, with our uh, you know products and our platform that can embed into theirs or we can build out a complete platform for them uh, we we are kind of like you know help these sports organizations create a digital stadium uh, which is an extension of their existing what they do with the physical stadium and all right so digital stadium is think of it uh, as the place where you can have your fans hang out 24 by 7 365 days and you can bring in your sponsors to do sponsor activations and that becomes a new opportunity for the sports teams uh, and you can activate your fans with gamification augmented reality personalization uh, you know unique experiences that's going to be available only on your platform not anywhere else why chase your fans on different platforms bring them all engage them retain them on your own platform that's our overall company uh, you know what what we preach and what we you know our, our technology helps them It sounds like you're really on top of the game in terms of technological improvements and bringing, you know, the physical to the digital uh world. So I wonder in my mind I'm wondering what are some of the technologies, emerging technologies or current technologies that you're most excited about? How are you integrating them in Fanny Score or how are you planning to integrate them 
in in the platform or how are you suggesting teams that take a look you know at that type of technology let's let's talk about that sure sure i think there's a great question ron and i think uh, one of, i mean uh, to, to be honest i'm very passionate about any, any new modern technology that can give a unique experience to the fans right uh, you know end of the day without fans uh, you know there is no sport right so i'm a firm i mean you didn't ask me this question but what is fan is co right fan is co means it's, a, it's break it down into three parts fan is co means king uh, in in a language called tamil that's what i sp- I, I speak that's my mother tongue and you know it's a it's a classical language and co means king so fan is king right you have to treat mm. your fan as a king uh, right so what what can you do to give that experience you i mean it's not that one rich fan you know who might buy the nft collectible right it's the millions of ordinary fans who need the small experiences right every day uh, you know beyond politics beyond religion beyond uh, you know geography fans love and associate themselves with sports it's easy to connect with them irrespective of what work you do what uh, you know uh, how much money you make a fan is a fan how do you engage your uh, millions of fans and that's when you know our uh, it's important for sports organizations to think uh, sports as something how can it reach the masses right so and in the, right now you know it's 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 kind of like you know weird that sports organizations don't even know who their fans are right they have some fans coming to the stadium buying tickets but in reality how do you know satish is a chicago bears fan you know how i want to reach him and i want to make him happy give him that emotion that he can connect right in turn right his loyalty will translate to revenue you know like i may buy a ticket i may buy a merchandise i may buy season ticket i may you know uh, you know support the sponsor the bears would support right but as a fan i deserve to be heard right it's important for the sports organizations to think to reach that you know satish everywhere right and kind of see how they can build that relationship with them fan is king i love the analogy do you also say fan in in that language fan is the same word yes i mean fan means i mean i didn't we didn't use it we wanted it to still have oh, it was <laughs> it was a mix so, a mix of <laughs> english and tamil here fan is cool is fan is king i love it i love it um it sounds really interesting how you've been thinking about digitizing the whole experience and you know putting the priority on the fan and what i'm thinking right now is that probably st- we're we still we're, we're still in a time where f- teams are not aware of this problem right um sports organizations know that they have fans on, fans online but they're probably not putting enough attention or they're not uh dedicating the enough resources to them or they basically don't don't uh, don't know this is a, an awareness problem so I wonder first of all what what has been your your experience in terms of that in terms of making teams and sports organizations being be aware that there there is a problem to solve and 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 that you guys can bring it and I also wonder if this has been the hardest part of selling Fanisco solution to those sports companies Again another great question right I think we suffer from that awareness problem day in day out right so uh, I mean sports uh, teams right they have a small back office right so you know it's it's primarily sports is about the players about the sports itself right uh, and of course the fans right but 
historically uh, you know when you build a stadium and you have a team and you know fans will come and watch that's been the mindset right but guess what only 8% 8% of a sports teams fan base goes to watch a game 92% of the fans would not ever at least now would not even go to watch a game wow. and there's been studies recently where the big sports like the baseballs and footballs and all right the average age of a sports fan is increasing you know for example for baseball i think i read somewhere it was 56 or 58 that's the age of uh, average fan oh wow right where have i mean how, what are we going to do i mean i grew up watching cricket with you know my family and friends right so that was the big sport back then so i'm sure that uh, you know like for example i have a 9 year old uh, boy you know and uh, we i mean we decided not to get him a video game he can go to his friends place play video games but not right but what we have seen is like he's getting interested in sports right he he follows more than you know me like from football basketball and all right but how do we attract that younger audience right so what are the sports teams trying to do to attract the younger audience right so yeah not all the 9 year olds can go to the stadium to watch it that's a completely different experience and everyone would love to go to the stadium wear a jersey paint their face and all right how can you recreate that magic in the living rooms of a fan and keep them feel connected they are not disregarded right so how do you do that right so so now i mean teams have always kind of like know this problem in a slight manner but you know like i said they have a small back office and they are hands full with what they can do and uh, they have invested a lot in player performance analysis and broadcasting and all right but fan engagement is kind of the trend that teams are realizing that okay i have to do something right but again the important thing that teams have to realize is it's not a single piece of the puzzle it's a overall puzzle with multiple pieces to it and all are connected right mm-hmm. so you have to solve everything in order to do it and you have to strategically think not think from a short term tactical thing okay i'll just do it for season i'll just do it for the playoffs right it is an investment you do and with returns you start seeing you know in 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 a year or two right so that's when you see that fan base you are able to make the fan stay connected digitally and in your digital stadium right so it's important that uh, you know so this is what we educate we try to educate and and uh, you know um, I, i guess it just uh, <laughs> it's just like day in day out we have to do this i am super curious satish to ask you about the fan the definition of a fan for you because we've we've talked about it we discussed that a fan is really a whole spectrum of different levels of fandom right you have the die hards you have the most more casual fans Maybe you have the ones that go to the stadium. You'll have the ones that don't go to the stadium. They, they may fall in like 20 different categories. But I want to know what's the like lowest entry barrier, in at least in your mind, uh, for someone to be called a fan. And what really makes one? Like what is, what is the, what do you think is the, let's call it connection that is created probably in inside, in, inside someone's brain that, is really what makes him a fan if if that makes any sense so i, I don't know if you saw the news uh, you know nba uh, inducted a super fan a toronto raptors fan uh, he is an indian origin person who lives in canada for so many years and uh, guess what right that guy has not missed a single raptors game in 25 years 
he you know he was a car salesman i mean he he immigrated to canada in 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 the in the mid 80s and uh, he struggled and found a job and became a car salesman so he was working so so hard and he wanted a let out and somebody showed him you know how to play basketball or something and you know he got a ticket for it and started following them and he has not missed a single game and he is a fan irrespective of how raptors do uh, you know whether they lose or win or whatever he will be the last person last fan in the stadium to walk out after a game right and uh, you know when, when the raptors won the championship last year or the year before i think they gave him a ring because they treated him he's he's like a super fan right and nba for the first time inducted him into you know their uh, hall of fame that okay he is a super fan right so see, that's what fan everybody connects with sports for some reason or the other right it could be an emotional reason it could be a, a great let out for them and all those things and uh, uh, in in my in my thing right everybody is a fan you know like uh, of something right you are a fan of a movie or a, or a entertainment or a, a sport but sports is one thing that connects all of us beyond a lot of other differences right doesn't matter which skin color you are where you what language you speak or you know what do you work and all so a fan if he is able to enjoy something from a sports perspective he connects with it instantly right and then the stories about the players the stories about the team as such right it resonates very well with those uh, uh, fans so naturally a fan is expected or maybe a fan by default would be loyal to the team but but unfortunately right i think the teams don't even know their loyal fans right so it's because and to me in today's world anybody who has a smartphone in their hand is a fan of a sports team because they are able to get the information they need on the sports team and all those things all you have to know is okay who is that fan right and then how do i connect with them how do i engage with them on my own platform right that's what you know a digital strategy would uh, would help the sports teams achieve yeah it makes sense uh, satish thank you for answering that um now i want to create like a small practice and i want to do this for of course the audience but let's suppose that i'm right now a sports organization listening to this podcast and i want to learn very practically how do i have to think about fan engagement and how do i have to think about solving a problem that i didn't know 25 minutes ago that i had and now i know right let's uh, let's say i'm this sports organization in 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 brazil okay and so i'm listening to you and i want to know what are like the questions that i have to ask my organization my boss my my marketing team what are the things that i have to look at what is, what are the stats what are the facts what are the numbers what are the things that i have to think about in order to for us to uh come up to uh, concrete solutions in terms of knowing who our loyal fans are who uh the people that follows us uh, anywhere in the world are and what can we do also to to start connecting with them more efficiently so Give us a little bit of just a guide, a very uh, overview guide of how sports companies should think about fan engagement starting from scratch, beginning from everything that you have explained us until now. I mean, there's no magic pill to solve it, right? But uh, what sports teams can do is they can, uh, you know, learn from how other industries have digitally transformed, right? uh you know think about it right you know how banking transform digital right how e-com how commerce transform digitally right how 
health care transformed digitally right so every other industry right have transformed digitally right over a period of time and there's always been that learnings that they picked it up right so that's one thing right i think you know the we have talked with so many sports teams right that one thing we see is sports teams do not have a strong uh, it kind of like a expanded technology team or anything like that their back office is so small and more majority of them are sponsorship guys or marketing guys or operations guys because that's their main key job right so one of the key element for a sports organizations to think is right you know having that right leader inside leader a visionary tech leader right who's able to think you know who's able to kind of see the you know big picture of how i digitally transform my sports organization from where we are right now to where we want to be i mean one of our clients you know is a minor league team we were very surprised with the vision you know that uh, he is kind of like the director of everything director of product marketing and everything how that guy's vision was right he said that hey even for me selling a 10 dollar bleacher seat is uh, you know i don't want to give away 3 dollar in ticket commission because that's a revenue for us right and i'm not the only one but i want to build this model and i want to help all the teams in the minor league to see that hey this is how you make money you know connecting the information engaging the fans and all those things right so you need that visionary leader i mean without that it's going to be hard i mean we as a business cannot go talk to the president of the organization he won't have a clue we need to talk with somebody right so we it'll be great when we have that leader who understands and who sees that yep it makes sense and this is my priority and he should be able to go and fight with his management to get the budget needed or get the resources needed because without that it's hard i mean like you know you can you can aspire but you know without a plan and resource in place you just cannot do anything right and then the second step would be that you identify a digital partner right you know which company do i want to work with right so um, of course you know like i mean it would be great if it is fanasco right, where where we can help it but there are companies like you have to think strategically that okay i need to solve these problems right and what's the what's the big picture right how do i solve this problem and how do other organizations solve how other industries have solved right now he gets a picture on the next step and then they will start drawing acting uh, you know like a plan and say that okay you know what i need to do this it's not going to happen in one month trust me right it's it's a commitment that is needed by the sports organization or the leader in the sports organization to do it over a multi year period because you are not in a race or you are not competing with any other you mean you might compete on the field with your rival in the division in the league but your sports fans are yours right you are not going to go and take away like you know for example the dodgers la dodgers fans are not going to be they're not going to steal a fan from new york yankees right so they are completely different set whatever you do is for your fan your fans are different culturally geographically right yeah they are different understand them uh, i mean i i know like you know we have been following the news of uh, what happened in english premier league right when those big teams wanted to start a league on them fans revolted right so every fan is different and all like so you have to understand that from your sports base and then build that strategy and build a digital strategy and start making solving the problem one by one and you know understand the overall analytics picture and connect the dots you know that's kind of like the vision step by step you have to approach a problem i i did summarize it in very short but you know it's it's a big strategy right it's not like i just go turn on the light it's going to solve the problem right it's not going to happen what what would you advise a company do i i think that this is a question that most companies may have also in terms of like their budget but 
is it more important to outsource a digital team or company that supports their digital strategy and brings solutions and develops technology for them? Or would you say that it's better to have the in-house development and meaning not outsourcing, but maybe hiring or developing the technology through your employees? What is your thoughts around that? Well, I, I think, I mean, the sports, uh, you know, I don't think they are in the business of technology, right? But they are in the business of, you know, engagement, right? You know, so they should, I mean, in my opinion, uh, you know, they are better off in outsourcing it, right? Uh, you know, either a product, they buy tech stack and integrate it or kind of like a digital partner. But it's important that, of course, I mean, we are seeing that every sports team has some digital presence, right? I mean, they have some digital leaders, and but but unfortunately, they don't get the budget and the attention needed from the overall grand scheme of things, right? I'm hoping this whole COVID and the situation, and they are able to convince their management to create that budget and create the plan, right? So, uh, you know, that's, I mean, I, I'll always feel bad for those technology leaders in the sports organizations because... Uh, they've always been like, okay, you know what, that's like number 20 on the priority list, right? But now I'm sure that it has moved up and they are, it's in the top five. Okay, hey, we have to do these things, right? And Because eventually the sponsors are also going to come in, right? Sponsors are also going to say that, hey, I need this digital activation, right? Obviously, the sports teams cannot go and hire a person to do that digital activation. So it's important for them to say that, okay, hey, this technology landscape changes, uh, but, you know, I'm okay with outsourcing to the right partner. And, you know, if there is a new requirement, new request, right? So let the partner solve it for you, right? So the partners would love to solve it because, you know, they are in that business of, you know, like, for example, for us, right, Francisco, we work with clients. We have a product we sell, a platform that we sell. But in addition, we also decided that, hey, we just cannot sell a platform and expect the teams to use it. They just They just need some extra support. You know, we also offer managed services where we help them solve other problems, right? So other technology needs, right? So it's always important when they work with the outsourced external firm, right? It's it they get a lot more value because they just cannot hire forever. It's, I mean, if for example a bank, right? They have like you know thousands of technology folks working for a bank back office, right? A sports organizations. I don't think they can afford to hire like hundred technology resources, right? So they will have probably you know like maybe two or five max, you know, like the digital guys, they call it digital who wear multiple hats, right? So obviously they need a stronger technology outsource firm to work with. Man, what a great answer. I, I can feel your passion towards your words and the things that you're explaining. And I'm learning so much while I watch that, man, I, I was losing track of time while you were speaking. It really is a lot to digest. Uh, Satish, um, great answer, man. Really... Wow, I, I, I can talk about this for a couple of hours, you know. <laughs> Sadly, this is only a halftime snack, so we got to wrap it up, man. But before we leave, uh, Satish, I want to ask you a one last and personal question, man. And that is, who is one person that you admire and why? Yeah, I admire, uh, you know, a great, great uh, leader who died 60, 70 years ago is, uh, you know, Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, to me, right, I think uh, he was one person who created a change. When everybody would fight a battle or a war with the gun and swords to get the freedom, he just told people that follow nonviolence. 
and he convinced you know 300 million people to just follow non violence and not you know treat it as a to me i i admire him every day because in order to make a change how do you convince people to believe in your vision his vision was a this is the way you cannot i mean gun is not a you know like an answer to another gun right you know like so he was able to convince with his vision so to me he is one of the greatest leader both from politics or you know uh, or from business i i think that if uh, if if i'm able to kind of do what he had done you know it'll, it'll be a great achievement in my for me too bad that he is not he was not a cricket player else you would be a big fan eh? <laughs> Absolutely right so yeah <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming to the halftime snacks man it has been such a pleasure to host you I'm telling you that I'm still thinking about all the things that you said and I'm going to think about them for a couple of months because it has really been a massive massive episode um thank you so much for coming for your insights and for everything that you you mentioned man I wish nothing but the best for you and Fanisco I'm sure that you guys going to get Uh, really far and I can't wait to see it man but for now thank you so much for coming to the halftime snacks before you leave I want to thank you for listening to hear this or any other halftime snack check out the full archive on my website which you can find on the show notes see you next week